4: cast streaming on iHeartRadio and broadcasting locally on Bloomberg 960. KNEW Oakland and KOSF 103.7 FM HD2 San Francisco.
0: Pitch the Chad at basketball and he strokes a dead center. On the run, Lagares at the wall and out of room. Chad Pinder
2: picks
5: the team up and carries them around on a three-run homer. It's now time
2: for the A's Clubhouse Show.
5: 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. Yes, it is the A's Clubhouse Show after a wild one. In Texas, where the A's mounted a huge comeback, but they fall short. But they scored the most runs in an inning six in the eighth inning, which is the most that they have scored all year long in one inning. But like I said, they came up a little bit short. The number 833 625 2278. Ken Korak, I thought with this new building and without the wind and and the over 100 degrees at We weren't going to have these wild, crazy games that lasted well over three hours.
4: It doesn't matter. We're here, and that's the way it goes. I thought we were across the street, Chris. (laughs) I really did, man. I mean, you're going to (laughs) play three hours and 20 minutes. You're going to have 18 runs and a couple of errors and 21 hits and a bunch of pitchers, and that's the way it's always been out here.
5: Well, I think across the street, uh, for you, it's about a hybrid to the old ballpark.
4: Yeah, it might be a hybrid and a pitching wedge to get it over there, but and then it's, you have, it really uh, is
5: that close. It's like literally across the street.
4: Oh, you know, it's across the parking lot, and then you yeah. have Jerry Jones's palace is just uh, back behind us to the left here. So yeah, they're all right here together. Texas Live is kind of in the middle, the new development there with the restaurants and all the other attractions there. And as we said, they're building a 1,000-room hotel out beyond the left field. Uh, seating area here as well out there in the parking lot there so no you're very it's like they're they're i'm looking at the ballpark the old ballpark in arlington right now right through the the windows um out in left field here chris
5: oh so
4: it's that close
5: yeah i i I mean i know how close it's just i didn't realize you could see you could see the other ballpark
4: oh yeah you can look right through it yeah where we spent all those all those (laughs) lovely evenings over there over the years
5: Well, I can recommend this. Lockhart, the uh, barbecue place over at Texas Live. I even, if you remember, no, you weren't there, but I got Ray Fossey in a doubleheader to walk over after game one and leave the ballpark and have that barbecue. Lockhart, if you're looking for a good meal over at Texas Live, is fantastic.
4: We don't have any doubleheaders scheduled this year. I don't think we're going to have one here, Chris, but if we did, I would go out there.
5: Love it. Well, I don't think there's much we need to uh, keep you. It's been a very long day and a long two days. So uh, have a good night, rest up, and we will talk to you tomorrow.
4: Sounds good, buddy. Thanks.
5: Kent Korak, the voice of your Oakland Athletics. Yeah, you feel good when you put up a six spot, right? Makes you feel good. See the ball leave the yard. See Noisy go deep. See Ramon Laureano go deep. To see Pender go deep. I mean, start – the only thing that we can wish for at this point is the fact that you can have these guys get a little bit of confidence, feel good about themselves before they head off into the break. I mean, that 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 is the number one thing that you can wish for because we want to see some good baseball. Now – I don't know how many people tonight you stuck around when the game seemed like it was out of hand, but that's the fight that you continue to get from the team. You want them to keep fighting, right? You don't want them to quit. And this team, like on a night like this, is showing you they haven't quit. And it's good to see. You don't like the outcome. I mean, the Rangers are – I mean, the Rangers – Rangers are not very good. And I hate to bag on the guys cuz I you know I'm happy for guys to get big contracts, good for them. But it's just so glaring when you look at like wait a minute, you signed you signed Marcus, which happy for Marcus, you signed uh Seager's really the one that's just I understand what he did with the Dodgers. I understand what he did in the NLCS and the World Series in 2020. But you're giving a guy that kind of money who has never been the Iron Man of his sport. And now you're looking at a situation where, I mean, he hit a home run tonight, so you go, oh, hey, he's got 20 home runs. Like, Yeah, but how many airs does he have? He's hitting, what, 245? And this is the prime? These are the... These are... These are the best years that you're getting out of this contract. This is it. Let me click here to see exactly. Is he 28 or 29? I mean, this is the this is the best you're getting, and you're paying him. I mean, it's the he's 28 years old. I don't know when his birthday is, but he's 28. You you the you know. It was, like, funny talking to Evan Grant today from the Dallas Morning News on A's Cast Live where he understood my question where it's like, you know, people, you you sign these major contracts in the offseason, everybody goes, yay, they spent money in this awesome. And then you look up and you go, wait a minute, we committed $500 million. We're We're now four games under 500. We're 15 and a half games back, you know. Let's see how the rest of the day plays out. But as of right now, fifteen and a half back, three and a half back in the wild card. And you're sitting there going, man, we're not even sniffing it. And then it's the promise of next year. Okay, the promise of next year. And oh, they'll get pitching next year. Well, if that doesn't happen, and now you wasted his year number twenty nine of his life. You know, you signed Corey Seeger. At the very middle of his prime. So if you don't win in the next couple years, you're going to wake up and go, God, we got a lot of years left. This guy's 33. He was never great defensively. They talked about all the time down in L.A. About how when you looked at the left side of the infield with him and the red beard, that they shifted so much because those two weren't very good defensively. And there's limited range. And so they were caught. They, I mean, Justin Turner, I mean, a guy, guy could play in a phone booth. And Corey Seager, that they really were, they were one of the early adopters of shifting against right-handed batters. Because when you shifted the second baseman all the way over, now all of a sudden, Turner and Seager didn't have to cover as much ground. Going to be really curious to see how these two contracts age over time. Buyer beware, no question. 833-625-2278. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show.
0: Like sports, business
6: is about winning
4: Lots of room in left center. Pinder deep in the box. A slightly closed stance. of right-handed hitter. They lead from first and second. He hits a high fly ball. Left field going back as Duggar. At the track right to the wall. He'll leap at the wall and it is gone. And the A's are back in it. A towering three-run home run to left field by Chad Pinder. And now it's a 10-7 ball game in the eighth. The a's were down ten to two when this eighth inning began, and now they're very much alive. Chad Pinder straight away left field, and Duggar leaping as high as he could and tried to scale the wall out there, and the ball landed right between the wall and
5: the
0: stands. This is A's clubhouse.
5: Just quickly on Seager. Making thirty mil, thirty three million this year, thirty five point five next year, thirty five next year, and that's when uh, that's twenty twenty four, and then he starts winding down to every year's thirty one point five. So in this year, you're looking at we're more than past halfway. He hit four home runs in the past couple days, so all of a sudden he go up twenty home runs. But he's hitting 245 and he's got 11 errors already and should have made. They should have scored that one up the middle today in there. That should be error number 12. So you got shoddy defense. You got some power for 33 million. And thing that I talk about all the time is your return on investment. Like, does this guy sell season tickets? Is this guy like, how do you sell this guy? He's got, the, he's, got the, he's got the personality of, a, of my Oakland A's coffee cup I have in my hand right now. Like, how are you going to make money off this guy? Bunch of solo bombs, airs, and a mediocre batting average, if best? And that's going to be worth $325 million? Like, how many times can Scott Boris fleece a team before teams go, oh, oh God, what did we do? I mean, you can't wait till he's 33, 34, 35, making over $30 million a year, and you're like, oh, God. If his if his defense isn't great at 28, what's it going to be at 34, 35? Oh, we'll move him to third base. Okay. Greg and Slow, are you back from Bass Lake from this long, long vacation that you rich people get to do during the summer? Or, or, or where are you? Uh, Tony? always, you know, lately Townie's been jumping at the opportunity to kind of jab
7: at me. I've been, uh, I've been taking some shots from Tony, and I'm still standing. So, yes, we are, we are home from vacation. And, um, on a serious note, a pretty big fire's broken out up there. So we were able to, uh, to, to get out before it got too crazy. But it's, uh, it's a scary time up there. It's fire country anyways. And they've shut down part of Yosemite. There's, there's about a, Last I heard was about 25 2,800 acres, and, um, you know, it got pretty smoky up there, and it was, uh, it, it's good to be home, no doubt, but but yeah, we're all safe and sound, had a great vacation for the most part. Nice. Yeah, Bass Lake, man, anytime you're uh, you're in the Yosemite area, Old Curse, um, a lot of cool little kind of mountain, kind of, you know, outdoorsy, national parkish kind of towns up there, it, it's it's a neat place. Beautiful. beautiful. some of the oldest sequoias, some of the oldest living trees in the world up there. So it's a, it's a neat place. We had a fun time and, 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 you know, you get to watch A's baseball anywhere you're at. So I got no complaints.
5: Well, if you didn't, you haven't missed anything. <laughs> no. Yeah. You know,
7: Chad Pinder, man, it's, it's so as happy as I was to see that three run Homer. It's so frustrating. Cause you know, he's going to be back on the bench tomorrow, you know, like, why can't we just play Chad Pender, man? He's, he's, he's earned the right. That's the whole thing that, you know, in a lineup full of guys that are hitting 210, 220 with no power, you'd think Chad Pender would eat ease. So it's just it's frustrating to say I'm happy for him. I'm happy for Noisy. You know, he, he hit a dinger tonight. Ramones, you know, Ramones play, played really well offensively lately. But, you know, I, you just got to wonder, give Chad Pender 500 at-bats. What's the crime in that?
5: I'll tell you the one that I I look over and I scratch my head. All you need to do is look at the offensive numbers. Jonah Heim versus Sean Murphy. They're not even close. Essentially, Jonah Heim has an OPS of 100 points higher. He has a batting average of 36 points higher. This is the guy that we traded away. You could make a case that Jonah Heim is a snub for the All-Star game in Los Angeles. When you're a catcher and you got a 795, I mean, you are a really good player at 800. An 800 OPS, which basically he's at, you're a really good player. And to think that, man, Jonah Heim is uh, maybe someday we might be looking at him as the guy that got away.
7: That's a great point because, I mean, like you said, 800 is good around – but you're talking about a catcher. I mean, offensively, catchers have never been the best hitters, as we all know. So, for a guy – isn't Jonah Heim a switch hitter or is he just left-handed?
5: Uh, I thought he was just left-handed. Is he switch? Oh, yeah, he is a switch I, I, hitter. Yeah. I mean, that's that's pretty impressive to have a, a, a guy that, that
7: puts up numbers offensively. Defensively, I don't think he's that bad. I mean, I'm not – I, I would take a guy like that. If he's, he might not be Sean Murphy behind the dish, but you know, it, it kind of goes to my next take, Tony. When you talk about offense, the defense, big contracts, um, you know, the, the whole bit with Seager. I mean, it, it's safe to say I feel pretty comfortable saying that the Seager's overpaid. I, I mean, I, I, I think that was. I think you spread that. You spread that money around. You get some pitching. You know, I mean, I I would even go right out and say right now, and I hate to say it, I think Marcus is overpaid. I mean, you look at Marcus's age, you know, I know he had a great year last year, and I'm happy for the guy, but look at his numbers, 175 for a second baseman. I mean, you know, I think the Rangers could have spent that money more wisely um, and and spread it out a little bit. And it kind of, you look at a team like the Angels, how long have we been hearing, oh, the Angels need to get pitching, the Angels need to get pitching. I mean, if we know it, Townie, if the average Joe knows it, what are, the, what are the Angels' management doing? We've been hearing for years that all the Angels need is pitching. All they need is pitching. And the Rangers have kind of copied the plays out of the out of the Angels' book, and they went out and got two good guys that, that had good years offensively, but they're not great defensively, and they can't pitch. So the Rangers and the Angels, to me, are, are very similar in that. They got some firepower,
5: but, but they got nobody on the bump. How old do you think Marcus is in September? 33? 32. <laughs> 32. 170, 175. Once well, after I mean, this next- year, six more years. Yeah. it's. Uh, thank you, Greg. Good to have you back from vacation. The number, 833-625-2278. More of your phone calls next right here on the Ace Clubhouse Show.
3: Now batting, Xfinity Internet.
4: Who's feeling pretty good about the car they drive right now? Ask anyone who owns a
0: Honda.
9: I love my Honda CRV.
8: I'd recommend a Honda to anybody. Pricing? I mean, for what you
0: get, it's amazing.
4: According to J.D. Power, Honda is the number one brand for residual value. New Hondas are arriving daily. See your NorCal Honda dealer today.
8: Based on J.D. Power U.S. ALG 36-month residual value forecast for 2022 mainstream models. For J.D. Power 2022 award info, visit jdpower.com/awards. Visit NorCalHondaDealers.com
4: on the way to Ramon and drive down the right field line a long run and Garcia will turn and watch it fly. And Laureano goes the other way and that's the A's second long ball tonight. Now they're down 10 to four. Laureano really showing some opposite field power lately. That's his seventh home run. And it's 10 to four Rangers in
0: the eighth inning. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show.
5: Let's get after the phones. Let's go to Gabe in Arkansas. Gabe, you are on the 8th Clubhouse show.
10: Hey, what's up, Tony? First time caller here, so um, pretty exciting for me, I guess. Um, But, yeah, I just wanted to um, call and say, and kind of just add on to what you're saying, I was um, kind of tuning out of the game when it was uh, 8-2, and um, I was listening to on the broadcast because it's blacked out here in Arkansas. And um, but I was still keeping up on the the Game Pass on the app, and then all of a sudden I look at my phone and it's like two to four, or eight to four, and then eight to seven. I'm like, holy cow, let's let's go! And um, it was just good to see them um, put up some late runs because um, lately it just felt like in the first half of the season um, they get out this a big big deficit and then they can't really add on. And it's not like they're giving up, but it was just it was just nice to see them add on a sixth spot. In that one inning.
5: You can build off of it. I don't know if they will, yeah. but you can build, get some confidence, get guys seeing the ball leaving the yard. This is not this is not your same old Texas. This is not your granddaddy's Texas. This is now a pitcher's ballpark. So to put up runs in this ballpark, to hit some balls out of the yard, uh, feels pretty good. And let's just face it, the A's offense has been far better on the road this year than it has mm-hmm. been at home.
10: Yep, I sure have been.
5: Where are you in Arkansas?
10: Yep. I'm in um, – I live just a few minutes north of Fayetteville. That's where the university is.
5: Yeah, the Hogs. Yep, yep, go Hogs. So yeah. down there, let me ask you some football questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is, okay, the feeling <laughs> about Texas and Oklahoma coming into the SEC – and what's everybody also saying about USC and UCLA going to the Big Ten?
10: God, I am um, honestly not the biggest college football guy, um, so I can't really give you a a good answer on that.
5: Wow, um, you you live you live in an area yeah. that they live and breathe that.
10: I know. Well, I just moved here two years ago. I'm not originally from here.
5: Where are you from?
10: I'm I'm from North Bay. I'm from Sonoma County.
5: Oh, okay. All right, what are you doing in yeah. Arkansas? Uh,
10: my wife and I moved here in 2020 during the pandemic. Um, her parents moved out here a couple years ago, and um, after we got married, we just decided to follow them because it was just a bit of a better financial situation, and it was, it was new to us, so we decided to do it.
5: All right, well, you know what? We're always yeah. going to be here for you to give, a little, to give you a little yeah. taste of home.
10: <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it.
5: You Thanks have a home, good day. Time. Thank you. We get a lot of people that from the Bay Area moved away and download this show. Just a little behind the curtain of all the stuff that we do on A's cast. This by far is the most downloaded show. It's like not even close. And I can't tell you how many people actually, you know, and we know where people download it from. They People download it all over the world. It's it's very humbling. It's it's awesome, and a lot of people download it in the morning for morning walks, morning workouts. Because you know normally, you know this show would be going. I mean, it'd be if this was a home game, it would be after eleven o'clock right now. So a lot of times people are are listening to it in the morning on their way to work or whatever. But yeah, we're here for people that have left too to give you that taste of home. And that's what what technology and what we've done with AceCast has changed a lot of things. But, yeah, it definitely putting up the runs today hopefully can help the offense. You know, one thing, uh, let's pause for station identification right here on AceCast.
4: AceCast, streaming on iHeartRadio and broadcasting locally on Bloomberg 960, KNEW Oakland and KOSF 103.7
6: FM HD2 San Francisco.
5: You know, before we get to the Mark Kotze show, Just wanted to say the next three weeks in baseball as essentially the big four, when you start looking at football, you start looking at basketball, you start looking at hockey, and you got baseball's all alone right now. Yeah, you still got golf and the British Open's going to be going and there's other things. But of the big four, baseball's all alone right now. And the next three weeks – is going to be hectic. You're going to have the Futures game. You're then going to have Home Run Derby. You're then going to have the All-Star game. We're going to have the draft. And then, boom, the trading deadline. That's all going to be one after another, after another, after another, after another. It's going to just be like constant action in the sport. And going into today's action, if you didn't listen to A's Cast Live, There are 20 teams out of the 30 who either, A, lead the division, B, own one of the wild cards, or C, are three games or less behind a playoff spot. 20 of the 30 teams are right there in the thick of it. Everybody's got mid seventies, depending on rainouts and all that kind of stuff. Everybody's got seventy something games left to play, around seventy five. Let's just call it around seventy five. And you got twenty teams that are all right there. Even the teams that have gotten out to the hot start, they want to hold on because they want home field, they want the first round bye. I, mean, it's exciting. Who's going to be the buyers? Who's going to be the sellers? If you want to read up on this, nice article, mlb.com, about the next three weeks. Frankie Montas is literally all over this article because he's kind of the domino. Like, everybody wants to know, what's up with Frankie? Can he pitch? Like, what can he give me? What am I going to give up for a guy that I kind of don't know right now? Maybe Frankie Montas is the guy that kind of, throws the monkey wrench into the trading deadline. You know, the A's can always go, you know what, we're not going to trade them. We'll trade them in the offseason. Paul Blackburn, we'll trade him in the offseason. They can do what they want. There's no pressing issue right now. The A's don't have to do anything. That's why they were going to have so much leverage with Frankie at the deadline. But now that leverage isn't the same because, you know, he's on the shelf. It's going to be tough for a GM at this point, in my opinion, to give up a lot, and if you don't know. You can't go give up a lot, and then all of a sudden, Frankie is not able to go. I mean, Frankie was building a resume that was, man, outing after outing where he was just dominant. And he looked like that guy, the lead guy of a rotation. Now he's on the shelf. I mean, until you're back on the field, you're damaged. I mean, it is what it is. And the smartest thing just may be, don't move him. You don't have to, A's don't have to do anything. They can, you know, there's no pressure. There's no, oh, he's a free agent. Nope. You still own his rights. If you can't, if first of all, if he can't get back on the mound, what are we talking about? We're not. I mean, we're talking off season anyway. But if he gets back on the mound, and if you don't get what you like, you can wait till the off season. Paul Blackburn, see what you can get. If you don't like it, you still have his rights. Everybody can get moved in the off season. Hopefully, we have a regular winter meetings. But we got a lot of stuff going on in the next three weeks. Baseball needs to showcase itself. Put on a good show, especially from Dodger Stadium. Home run derby, the workouts, the whole thing. Then have a great all-star game on national TV. And before you know it, the draft. What are the A's getting in the draft? Can you draft somebody that is going to be a stud? Need a stud. Need one of these guys that's an impact player pretty quick. That's what I would like for Christmas. The number eight three three 625 2278 You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show.
9: Some things just go together. Peanut butter and jelly. Cookies and milk. Oakland and Kaiser Permanente. If that last one caught you off guard, it shouldn't, because Kaiser Permanente has been helping keep Oakland healthy since our very beginning. And as the official healthcare partner of the Oakland A's, that won't be changing anytime soon. Whatever you may need, you can trust Kaiser Permanente to help keep you feeling your best. Kaiser Permanente, thrive. Visit kp.org today. Humanity has accomplished a whole lot
2: so far. We created penicillin, the automobile, and the internet. Here are some easy tips to get the most out of a time of use rate plan. Number one, during peak times, get your dishes loaded and your clothes ready to wash or dry. Then wait until off peak times to press the start button. Number two, run your AC during off-peak hours, then nudge it up to 78 degrees when peak hours begin. Number three, one of the easiest ways to conserve energy is by turning off appliances, televisions, and lights. To see more easy tips, visit pge.com touinfo.
4: Firmino throws, in Santana takes on the inside corner. Bring him up, strike three called, and the ballgame is over.
2: You're listening to A's Cast.
0: And it's hit high and deep to right. Back is Meadows to the track. In the shadows, looks up, and it is gone. A majestic drive from Seth Brown with two outs against Michael Fulmer. He scores Jed Lowry, and the A's are back ahead, five to three. This
2: is the A's Clubhouse Show.
0: Howard from the
4: stretch, the outfield toward right, the infield to pull. Right-handed batter and the delivery, and that is swung on. Hit down the left field line. If it's fair, it's gone, and it is gone into the second deck. Sheldon Noisy hits it out in Arlington. And the A's trail 5-2. to two. That was a rope.
5: He drilled it for his third home run of the year. I'll tell you, guy... That's starting to, you know, swing it a little bit. And you have to you have to go. I'm impressed. VML Machine, two for five. He's raised his average to two sixty one. I know. I know. You're like, what? Hey, you gotta give you gotta give props. I'm trying to find things, right? I'm trying to find guys that can play. And what has he done? He's hit. He had two hits tonight. He had two hits yesterday. Had a hit on the 6th, had a hit on the 2nd. I mean, he's not playing every day, but he's hitting. I mean, you think 2, what did I say 261? You think 261 and might go like, "Wow, 261. That's not a big deal." Well, let me tell you. The rest of the lineup Murph 230, Brown 217, Nick Allen 207, uh, Elvis 226, Pender 229, Piscotti 197, Bolt 125, Kemp 206, Noisy 240. VML Machines 261 is leading the pack by a lot. Don't shake a stick at 261. Here's the skipper, Mark Kotze, with the media. What are, you,
11: uh, Chris, what are you left with from that game? What do you take away from it mostly? Um, you know, to have, it, have an opportunity to win that game uh, from where we were. Uh, you know, that, again, said it for most of the season that this team shows that fight to get back in uh, to games. And, uh, again, they did that tonight. It's probably our best offensive or one of our best offensive innings this season. Um you know, uh, so takeaway is we lost the game. Um, we didn't pitch well enough early in the game, you nor know, did we play a, a clean game on defense. So, uh, I think those early mistakes uh, led to us, you know, being down by eight runs, and unfortunately, we couldn't claw, claw back. Uh, what did you think of, or how did you evaluate Martinez tonight? Uh, we hadn't seen really the, the command issues, I guess. Before. Yeah, tough outing for for Adrian. Um, definitely command issues. Uh, game sped up for him there in the second inning, kind of showed his youthfulness, um, just couldn't, couldn't slow it down. Um, basically, I think he, he, he beat himself tonight, um, you know, and then that's going to happen with, with young starters. And so, um, you know, we'll uh, we'll assess it and, and uh, obviously, you know, get him back on track. What do you
10: think about?
11: You know, anytime, and I can speak from this personal experience, you're diving forward, it, it's it's really hard. It's uncomfortable, um, you know, and, uh, you know, obviously in, in Ramon's case, you know, uh, that ball, you know, he's in a situation where it's do or die, um, and unfortunately it got by him, and, uh, you know, I know he's upset about it, but uh, it, it's not the easiest play as, as an outfielder when you're coming full speed trying to, Leave your feet going forward, and making a cla- making a catch. Uh, we've seen Sheldon noisy show off some power before. To, uh, it's a pretty big homer. I'm just from his first and and just the swing it out pretty well. Yeah, you know, Sheldon had a, had a good night. Um, you know the uh, the opportunity for him, um, you know, tonight to face a righty. It was a good matchup for him, and and he proved that, um, you know, with his at bats. But uh, you know, overall. Um, you know, Sheldon, again, is, you know, a part of this club in terms of just uh, the flexibility and, and you know, the, uh, the opportunities exist for them to go out and, uh, you know, earn their, earn their time. Yeah, it's a left forearm contusion. Um, it'll be a day-to-day, uh, you know, assessment. Okay. Thanks, guys.
9: Yep. Thanks, guys. Some things just go together Progressive knows that most people don't get to experience making a game-winning touchdown or a walk-off home run, so we're going to talk to you like you did something great so you can bask in the glory.
3: Oh, man, I was there. That time that you bundled your home, auto, motorcycle, and other vehicles with Progressive? That was awesome. People were freaking out. I bet you get this all the time, but can I get an autograph?
9: If you can't bask in sports glory, at least you can bask in the glory of saving money when you bundle your home and other vehicles with Progressive. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations.
0: This is A's Clubhouse.
5: It is the A's Clubhouse show after the A's fall short to the Texas Rangers, the first game of three at Globe Life Field, 10-8. Put up a sixth spot in the eighth inning and made everybody in Texas nervous. Out hit the Rangers 12-9, but it just wasn't enough. And, you know, I know Martinez wasn't great tonight. Didn't have his good changeup. I don't care. Keep throwing him out there. You got him in the Shamania trade, keep throwing him out there. I want to see Zach Log. I know he just pitched well, went back down, bring him back at some point. I want to see these guys. Let's watch these guys learn how to pitch. It's what I want to see, and I think everybody agrees. Like once we once and and you know when we had David Force on, you can hear it on A's Cast. I said, "When are we going to start seeing some changes?" And he like, "Yeah, yeah." I mean, that's what happens. I told you this a couple weeks ago. You know, when you got guys in their thirties and they're hitting in the low twos, at some point you're gonna you you will start to move on. And it'll be no hard feelings. This is the business, but you gotta move on. And you gotta figure out some guys for the future. Because the direction you're you're going is not veteran players for your future. You know, some of our players too will be interesting to see what other teams will think evaluating certain players that we have that are guys that are very versatile. We have some very versatile players. Guys that can play a lot of different positions. You know, sometimes you have to get off baseball reference and just stop looking at guys as numbers and start to look what they can do for you. It's like Christian Bethancourt. Christian Bethancourt, if you don't watch him every day, if you just went to... Christian Bethencourt, you go to Google, Christian Bethencourt, baseball reference pops up, and you click it, and you look at the numbers, you go, eh. But we watched him, and you're like, you know what? This guy can help you out. He can play first. He can catch. He's pretty athletic. He's got a great arm. He can DH. He started really, really driving the baseball, became somebody you had to kind of fear started gaining that confidence. We know the Rays are a smart group. Is anybody to say that the Rays front office hasn't been very uh, let's just say ahead of the curve? The Rays got some smart dudes in their front office. How many times did I do reports? Hey I I, I did it in the third inning. I did it for NBC Sports California. Started watching Christian Bethancourt. The more you started watching him, the more you started getting his groove back. A guy, you know, been out of the big leagues for a while. He started feeling it. Man, he was driving the ball the other way. I remember that series in Cleveland. You're like, wow, he's keeping his hands inside. And he's driving the ball out of the ballpark, if not hitting it off the wall. And he can pull it. And that masked Mark Kotze about it. Mark was like, yeah, I watch him in BP. And he's launching the ball. I mean, suddenly he got his groove. And we saw how good he can be behind the dish. Got better as he got more comfortable at first base. Can play right field if you need him. And we started talking about him. And lo and behold, one of the smartest front offices goes, Yep, we want him. And that's the Rays. Rays watched. Rays knew. They knew what we were watching. He can help you. And sometimes you look at certain players, change a scenery. And if you got a guy, I don't know, like a Chad Pender, who can play any position, you have some injuries in the next three weeks, you need to plug a hole, it's not going to cost you anything, why wouldn't you want a Chad Pender? Guy's got experience, he's played in the postseason. You know, we may have some players that you're thinking of, I mean, we're all like, oh, where's Frankie going to go? We're so consumed with Frankie and maybe now Beth and Cole, I mean, uh, Blackburn, but who knows what some people might be looking at? I mean, there's a lot of teams who are in this thing. There's gonna be way more buyers than sellers. So the sellers, you might you might look at God, Pender might be a great bonus for somebody. You're not looking at him long term. You're just like, hey, on any given night, I I might need the guy in left, I might need him right, I might need him second, I might need him a third. You know, he's got the power to launch a ball. Hit a, hit a home run, as he did tonight. Will be very interesting, let's just say this, what the ball club looks like after the trading deadline. And then we'll start looking at a lot of younger players, and we'll evaluate this team far differently than we did at the beginning of the year. Time now for the out-of-town scoreboard, brought to you by Mechanics Bank. The Giants continue to struggle, 8th inning. D-backs lead the Giants 4-1 to in the 8th. I think every other game every other game is a final. I'm just going right down the line. And the reason why I say that every night is I don't want people going, you know, pick and choosing what scores. I just go in order. Royals 3, Tigers 1. Pirates over the Marlins 5 to 1. Rays took down the Red Sox 10 to 5. Let's just see if Bethancourt played today. Let's see. I think he was supposed to be able to play. Rays, Bethancourt, no. My guy Phillips played for the Rays today? No. Oh, yeah, Phillips went one for four. Diaz, three for three in this game, and he went yard. All righty. It was the Guardians taking down the White Sox 8-4. to four. Cardinals beat the Phillies 6-1. Mets over the Braves 4-1. Mad Max. Scherzer, seven innings, one earned, nine strikeouts, zero walks. That's a big game for them. You're just trying to say, hey, who's the dominant force? It was the Royals 7, Tigers 1. Padres beat the Rockies 6-5. Our old friend. Sean Manaya with the Winnies, four and four. Machado goes deep in that one number 15 on the year. A very, very light schedule. And of course, the A's would end up losing to the Rangers. the final in that one, 10 to eight. What do we got going tomorrow? You know what? That is a great question. What's on deck presented by Ashby Lumber, Ashby Lumber for all of your building and remodeling needs. Learn more at ashbylumber.com. Before we do that, a late entry, the great Mustang Matt in Disco Bay. Mustang, good evening.
1: Good evening to you. I wanted to uh, I wanted to stick my nose in here just because I've been I've been having a lot of conversations lately about how many major league players we have on this team. And uh, my big concern right now is, and I think you're kind of alluded to it in the, in the segment I've been listening to is that there's a lot of old guys that are taking up a lot of playing time. Um, And I know that it seems like we're probably going to get across this finish line uh, with Bondo and duct tape. I was kind of worried about, you know, missing two starting pitchers, but you know, at the end of the day, this is about evaluating talent. So my question to you is you, you alluded to needing to look from this point on to the end of the season differently. The first half was about discovery. What do we have? How, what, what's this team going to do? So from now to the end of the season, we're probably in the next few weeks, we're going to see some, some transactions happen, but, as I'm being a student of the 2022 A's, I want to know what, what, are my, what are the things that I'm going to be looking at from now to the end of this season? Just want to get your thoughts on that.
5: Well, I, I, I don't think that you're going to see as much change as I would like. Um, I hope I'm wrong. But I would like to see if you called it an aviators lineup. I would say thumbs up for me. I I don't care okay. if you just brought up if you just brought up the aviators in their uniforms and put them out there. I don't care, because I, I at this point where you are playing guys that are of a certain age, I, I you're not there. I don't know what you get out of it. And no disrespect to them and their careers and, and everything. But at some point, if I got a guy who's 31, 32, and he's hitting a buck 97, I, I don't know what he's doing for me. So give me Shea Langoliers. Give me young guys. Give me guys. Hell, I, I I don't care if it's a minor league team. Give me guys that just give them a look. get them a taste. Because there is something to giving guys an idea of, what the big leagues is like, right? Giving that carrot. What is it like to fly on the plane? What is it like to stay at the four seasons? What is it like taking that bus and going into a big league ballpark and being on television and going at home at night and turning on MLB Network and seeing yourself on MLB Network? What is that like? Giving a guy a taste, giving that taste so when they head into the offseason, they now know what they're striving for. They now know what they're working for and then they go to spring training with an idea of what it's like to be a big leaguer. I have no problem with that at some point. So what that will be like, I I don't know how many of those guys will get and how much different the lineup will be, but I know there will be a difference, and there will be some different players, and the younger the better for me.
1: Yeah, because I think the second part of this evaluation and, and the road going forward is I, I think about, you know, when we used to talk about, you know, destroying the Astros and, you know, getting all those extra wins that, you know, got us the postseasons and really started padding our, our winning our, our winning totals. They they went on a three year they went on a three year plan to basically rebuild their team and they're still a juggernaut. So I'm hoping that in some way we can start picking up on developing not just developing players but as you had mentioned before being able to pick people out in the draft that are going to make a difference when they get here and I know they don't they don't try to pick people that don't do that but you know we get a football player that says yeah I'm going to play football we get another guy that's got controversy surrounding him we just we just got to do better and the fun question I have for you and this is really good I've been hearing a lot of movement on social media talking about Joe Lacob possibly being interested in purchasing the Oakland Athletics. Is that complete hogwash or do you think there's some weight to that?
5: I think it's hogwash.
1: Okay. A, lot, a lot of the talk to- lot figured too. <laughs> a,
5: a lot of the talk was Joe Lake, it's this recent article, and it's all over Twitter. It's, it's I, I, I guarantee I could find it right now. Uh, Warriors owner Joe Lacob once had a deal to buy the Oakland A's, but it was taken away. You know, there's whole thing about Lacob. Lacob's got a lot going on from a standpoint of the Warriors, uh, a privately financed arena He's in a sport that has a salary cap. This, I mean, taking over the A's at this point, wow. Um, first of all, they're not for sale. And I can't even imagine trying to come in at where it is right now, where you're looking at a $12 billion project. This project dwarfs what Joe Lacob and the Warriors did across the Bay. Uh, the amount of money, I, I just... I think Pete. First of all, Elon Musk is showing us all how bogus a lot of ways Twitter is. So I wouldn't buy the noise that you are hearing on Twitter. And until I hear that, until I hear that the 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 franchise is up for sale, doesn't matter. It's just all people that what they want, what suits them, what's what their needs and what their beliefs are. But as of right now, this organization is not for sale, so it's hogwash.
1: Yeah, because I was I was doing the I was looking into the team and figuring out what what are the A's value at. And right now they're showing it the the, the value with the, the pie chart somewhere north of like 1.1 billion dollars, and I'm like, oh, that, that's kind of a steep ticket. But it's it's probably you know bottom five in the whole league. So you know whatever I, I don't know anything about what it takes to buy a team. I've never owned a team, never known how, how that would go. But there's been a lot of interesting little nuggets to think about in the past couple of weeks as I've been part of the diehards going, all right, well, I know this hurts and it sucks right now, but where, where do we go to see the light? And it's kind of like looking through pinholes. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, as always, we <laughs> hope springs eternal, right? Hey, I know hey, hey, hey by the training. way, by
5: the way, and, and I, and I used to not be able to say this because I was on a station and my, my employer had the connection with the Warriors. Um, does nobody find it offensive that the guy that literally wanted nothing to do with Oakland literally ripped his business out of Oakland literally was leaving Oakland with like a 40-something million dollar bill that an arbitrator said, no, 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 you have to pay. He was leaving Oakland high and dry. His ownership group with Goober and all their guys, they were leaving Oakland high and dry to move to San Francisco. And A's fans sit here and say, Ah, Joe Lacob, if he owned the A's, does no one find that offensive? Isn't that amazing? Oh, it,
1: it, 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 it. I, I mean, I definitely remember. I remember that, and but I'm, I just for some reason I, I just want to figure out. Like, okay, I know, I know that the current regime is in a situation where they're profitable. I know that, but. I just want to know is it is it so pie in the sky to want a a, a group that wants to see us succeed. I'm not saying they don't want us to, to succeed because there's been plenty of years where we had we had shots at going deep into the playoffs. Yeah, the you just, you just, just had four you
5: just, you just had four straight years. Yep.
1: This is true. Oh, well, it's always good to talk to you Tony and um you're looking good on TV, by the way. I like the I like not just being able to hear, but also see the studio and all the cool shirts you're wearing and and all that stuff. It's always fun.
5: Thanks, buddy. You've always been a great supporter. We always appreciate it. You know that.
1: Oh yeah. You have a good night,
5: Mustang Matt. Like, what's the best? What's the best way to put this? And I'm trying to think because I don't, I don't want to make anybody angry. But is it pathetic? Is that the right word? That you have people that are out there, out there saying these things about Joe Lacob, and Joe Lacob has been brilliant with his business, been brilliant with the Warriors. There's no question. But he literally wanted. Nothing to do with Oakland. He was leaving because of the commitment to redo the arena years ago and what the Warriors owed. He was like, I'm not paying that. I'm leaving. It was like $44, $45 million. Look it up. And an arbiter said, no, no, you got to pay that. He was not only leaving Oakland, he was leaving Oakland with a bill. And now all of a sudden you think he's going to save the A's. Like, really? Am I tripping? The guy that wanted nothing to do with Oakland with his basketball team Now would want to buy a baseball team and rebuild the baseball team, right? Really? In a sport? He's in a sport that has a salary cap. He's now used to that. You think he wants to buy a team for well over a billion dollars, and all of a sudden he's going to be spending money like it's going out of style, and they're going to have the biggest payroll. I mean... Really? That's what people believe? I mean, I I haven't heard the teams for sale. No one said the teams for sale. And they're trying to get this thing done in Oakland right now, and it's getting closer and closer and closer and closer. But I find it funny that the guy that moved a team out of Oakland and couldn't get them out of there fast enough, it's actually the belief that he's now going to, come back to Oakland, and I'm the one that thinks that's crazy, I just don't get people. I, I, I really don't. And I know there's crazy stuff out there, and you hear crazy stuff, and hey, Joe Lacob likes to talk. Joe Lacob likes some Joe Lacob. There's no doubt. And he's been a winner. And when you're winning, you when you're winning and you got that beautiful arena and you're winning NBA titles and you've done all that, yeah, you can stick your chest out, no question. But don't you kind of look how things went down and question, wait a minute, you'd go through all of that, and then now you'd wanna come back to Oakland and buy the A's and what And then I, oh, he would build right at the Coliseum site. Wait a minute. He wouldn't build an arena for his team at the Coliseum site. But now he's going to want to build a baseball park there? I don't know. Call me crazy. Just call me crazy. Crazy. Just plain crazy. I mean, Robert, am I crazy? Crazy. He could have built an arena right, right there. He didn't have to go through all the. Do you know how much hoops? You know how many hoops he had to jump through. First, he wanted to build it. That one part that was for America's Cup that Larry Ellison, one of the rip, richest human beings, couldn't even make happen for the America's Cup. And Joe Lagan wanted to build there, and they had that lame press conference. Ahmad Rashad, oh, this is gonna happen, and of course, it didn't happen. Then he had to do, then he had, oh, we're going to go over by the Giants. And then he got UCSF and he got all, I mean, he went through all of that. He couldn't wait to get out of Roracle. He couldn't wait to get out of Oakland. He couldn't wait to rip his business out of Oakland. Now he's going to be a savior? Like, that's what you guys are buying? But you know what? People buy that when you're a winner. People buy anything you say. You know, the A's are doing everything they can because once Vegas got brought up, everybody got all hurt. Well, folks, they had to bring a Vegas up. You got to have some leverage. I mean, seriously. H- have you not followed the last 20-something years with Oakland? You think anybody... Unless you dragged them into it, you think anybody was going to do anything about a new ballpark? You, you you've had to drag these people to the finish line, and they're dragging them to the finish line now. Look what they're trying. Look what the A's are trying. The A's are trying to get it done right now, and you're talking about Joe Lacob. These politicians couldn't get Joe Lakem to build an arena. and you're going to get him to build a baseball park? I don't, I, I don't know why I'm talking about this. But, you know, you can believe whatever you want. But Elon Musk is teaching it. By the way, anybody see how fast Twitter stock has dropped since Elon got involved? And then now he's backing out. And How many bots are there? How many, how many bots really are on Twitter? When you go, oh, I got followers. Really? How many do you really have? Oh, if one of these people, an influencer, if they tweet, how many people? That tweet is worth $1.2 million because of all the followers they have. What if all that is just crap? And you really don't have that many followers. And if somebody who has millions of followers actually does a tweet, how many people actually really do see it and read it? man Twitter's taken a dive recently how about that Twitter didn't want Elon Musk at least the employees what was it Robert they had to take like a, a mental health day <laughs> because Elon Musk was trying to buy it hurt them all so bad was that when that true didn't they have to like take like their were, they were oh we need, we need a mental health day you need a mental health day. Try covering baseball, a team that's in last place. We do this every day. We don't get Friday and Sundays off, and you need a mental health day? You. But, uh, yeah. So Elon Musk wants to buy it. Now he wants to back out, and they want to make sure he doesn't back out. I thought you guys all wanted him not to buy it. (laughs) It's crazy. Ah, rich people problems. I wish we had those problems, but we don't. What's On Deck, presented by Ashby Lumber. For all your building and remodeling needs, learn more at ashbylumber.com. We will be back at this thing. Scott Emerson, I can tell you. Yeah. You think people at Twitter work until 20, 10 o'clock at night and then they got to get up early tomorrow? No, they need a mental health day. I don't get a mental health day. I'm up tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. we got Scott Emerson. I'm going to tape the uh, pitching coach for your athletics at 9 a.m. To get you ready for the 2 o'clock show. We're going to have other great guests. I just don't know who they are. A's Cast Live. You can also watch it on the A's YouTube channel. Or on Twitter. Athletic Cast 24. We'll be on at 2 o'clock. 4.05 A's Total Access. We'll have the Community Spotlight with Vince Catronio. And Scott Emerson will be on with Ken Korak. First pitch. First pitch. From Globe Life. It's Globe Life Field, right? Was their last one Globe Life Park? The one right across the street. Yeah. We can't get one. They've got two right across the street from each other. We don't have one. They've got two, if you can believe that. Literally, I could go, I think I need just driver. I've done that walk. So, basically, the right field line, they have a gate at the old ballpark right there down the right field line. If you walked out of that gate, all you do is walk to the light, cross the street, and you're at the new ballpark. I may not even need a driver. That's why I said to Korak, it may be a hybrid. I mean, you're going to get a few bounces on the concrete, right? I mean, it's not that far away. They're they're right across the street from each other, literally right across. They have two fully functional, beautiful ballparks in Arlington, Texas, right across the street from each other, and we can't get one. Unbelievable. Well, hopefully we will have that one. All righty, first pitch going to be at 5.07 from, yes, it is, Globe Life Field. It's going to be – I lost the pitching matchup. Otto against Cap. 5.05 05 will be the first pitch. We will be on Ace Cast Live at 2.05. Athletics with the loss to the Rangers in game one. The final is 10-8. to 8. We'll see everybody tomorrow right here, 2 o'clock on Ace Cast Live. Have a great night, everybody.
3: Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas.
0: Now, you know, when it came to my KFC meal, I had to put some thought into it. KFC, may I
2: take your order?
0: So I started off with a warm and toasted brioche bun. Word of advice, do not sleep on brioche buns. They're French and they're fire. Now for the star of the show. Have you ever seen such a beautiful chicken sandwich? you got to make mine spicy. Add a side of mac and cheese, secret recipe fries, ranch, and an ice cold lemonade. (sighs) And there you have it. Check out the new Jack Harlow meal at KFC. Order ahead or on the KFC app today. Prices and participation may vary. DQ presents
6: the sound of a summer double play. It's the sound of drumstick, pieces, and peanuts, combined with world-famous soft serve to make two all-star treats. The Drumstick with Peanuts Blizzard and new Caramel Drumstick with Peanuts Blizzard. Grab one today or get it delivered at DQ.com. Official treat of MLB, DQ.